Hi there, Neil here. Obviously, you love to travel. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Circa, our app available right now from the App Store on iOS, is filled with podcasts and guides for travelers. But more than that, it has a feature that we're calling the Circa Concierge, where you can have any question about any place you're traveling answered by real people on the ground. We're giving you a friend to ask anywhere in the world. And hey, if you've got questions about Barcelona, you might even get me. Because I love to help people discover my city. And if you're the same way for the city where you live, then we want you to become part of the Circa Concierge too. Right now, we're searching for concierges in Barcelona, Rome, London, Paris, Madrid, Venice, and New York City. Don't see your city listed? That's okay. We'll be rolling out new cities throughout the year, and yours might just be next. If you love where you live and love to help travelers, sign up now to be a Circa Concierge. Help out our users and earn tips for the knowledge you have about your own city or country. Head over to circatravel.com forward slash concierge and sign up today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Circa. In this Eat Here episode, we will be mentioning a variety of foods and restaurants all over Costa Rica. There's a lot of ground covered and a lot of information, but don't worry, there will be maps, notes, and info on the places mentioned in these guides in the Circa app, as well as the other full guide episodes to the spectacular slice of Central American paradise. So, whether you're in Costa Rica, heading there right now or sometime in the near future, or would just like to know what exactly is Costa Rican cuisine, you're in the right place. So just sit back, Put your headphones on and enjoy the culinary ride, Pico style. Let's eat! Circa. Love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. The sun is setting on the Pacific coast. Burnt orange melts into the horizon. The ocean is calm and shimmering. You sway with the ebb and flow of the waves. Your toes are digging into the sand as the sky turns peach, then pink, purple, then blue. Maybe you've had too much sun or too much wine, but you're feeling giddy and so relaxed and ready for an al fresco feast. The smiliest waiter you've ever seen approaches your table with a tray. Placed in front of you is a seafood soup with coconut milk that adds a Caribbean twist. 
In your bowl, you see fish, crab, and clams caught that day, only a stone's throw from where you're sitting, and local vegetables including cassava or juca and sweet potato. A delicious prime ribeye steak seared to perfection on local volcanic rock, accompanied with local vegetables grown and plucked from soils all over the island. Buen provecho! Get ready to wet your palate with the flavors of Pura Vida. This is fine dining in Costa Rica. It's the kind of dining that can stop time and serve up the kind of vistas and flavors that bring a tear to your eye. It's international cuisine, conjured using sustainably sourced local ingredients with delicious flavors and created with more than a pinch of tico flair. The thriving tourism scene has heavily influenced the diversity and quality of cuisine here, and all along the Pacific and Caribbean coasts and main towns are restaurants inspired by cultures from all over the world. You'll always find an Italian, Chinese, and sushi place in any town you go to. Even though Costa Rica has an abundance of delicious fruits and vegetables growing all around us and free-range farms producing delicious meats and cheeses, our national dishes remain modest and humble. Because when you've got the kind of microclimates producing the produce that we have, simplicity makes sense in our approach to eating. A simple papaya can taste otherworldly, while la caldosa, a generous portion of fresh ceviche served in a bag of corn chips, is a delicious and easy snack for those long days spent on the beach. You'll find some of the best caldosas lining the main street down in the town of Puerto Viejo de Talamanca, Limón, where notoriously good catches are hauled in by local tico fishermen. And of course, you can't sink your teeth into our Costa Rican food scene without adding a little thirst quencher to wash it all down with. Cue. The country's booming craft beer scene. From pop-up breweries under the forest canopies to beachside bars serving a wide variety of locally brewed ales and specialist beers including gluten-free lagers, tropical fruity wheat beers, IPAs, and coffee stouts. This is a movement in the country that's being adopted by many rising star chefs and inspiring many a tasting menu. On these menus, elegant artisanal beers sit side by side with some seriously innovative cuisine. Don't worry, we'll be diving into this delicious boozy movement and all the accompanying food in a bit. I am Marife Quesada, and in this Costa Rica Eat Here episode, we're going to take you on a gastronomic journey across the country, through its rainforests and down its Caribbean and Pacific coastlines, to tickle your taste buds with the best of what this country has to offer. Ready to feast? The Origins of Costa Rica's Culinary Roots Before Costa Rica came to be, it sat in the region between Mesoamerican and Andean cultures, known as the Intermediate Area, and was home to the many pre-Columbian cultures between 1500 BC and 1521 AD. 
Originally, nomadic tribes began settling when they discovered they could survive and thrive by planting and harvesting maize, wild rice, beans, vegetables, and spices. These practices were passed down to the indigenous people of Costa Rica, and some still continue to be a staple in our modern-day diet. Maize is still very popular. There's always a pack of corn tortillas on the dinner table, and when Christmas comes, it's tamale time. The preparation of Christmas tamales, a tasty parcel of maize dough wrapped in banana leaf, is often a whole-day family affair. Generations of family forming an assembly line, each member adding their component to the tamal and passing it down the line. Dough, vegetables, chicken or pork. Then the final person wraps the tamal into a banana leaf parcel, ties the parcel with string, and it's put into a giant pot to steam. It isn't uncommon for large families to make hundreds of tamales to be given out in pairs, known as piñas, to all members of the family during the holiday season or sold to stores and on the streets all over Costa Rica. If you happen to be in a little town in Costa Rica during Christmas, the best tamales are usually from the abuela selling them on the streets. Their secret recipes are the stuff of legend. You will hear them calling tamal, tamal from a block away. Follow their voices and enjoy the taste of Christmas in Costa Rica. Don't worry, I'll be tipping you off about some of the country's best street food in a bit. Magic beans, food of the gods. Just like the magic beans in the kid's tale of Jack and the Beanstalk created a way to see through the clouds and into the land of giants, the cacao bean is a highly prized bean that is found in the whole cacao fruit. And lucky for us, it's found here in abundant amounts as well. Revered for centuries, the bean has traditionally been used in rituals and ceremonies as a way to connect with the gods. It's depicted in Mayan art and was used as currency by the Toltecs before being adopted and celebrated by the indigenous people of Costa Rica. Theobroma Cacao Long ago, this superfood was thought to be a sacred drink sent to Earth by the gods, and its scientific name literally translates to just that, Theo, meaning God, and Broma, meaning food. It made its way through the trade routes all over Europe, where some smarty pants had the genius idea of adding sugar and milk to make it into the sweet, sweet chocolate we know and love today. But it's a far cry from the bitter medicinal elixir used by our ancestors. There is, however, an indigenous tribe that still inhabits the mountain ranges on the Pacific coast that continue to live and use cacao as their ancestors used to. On Costa Rica's Caribbean side, which stretches 125 kilometers between Nicaragua and Panama, lives an indigenous tribe known as the Bribri, that reside in the Talamanca Canton of Limón. It's a 15-minute drive from Puerto Viejo. 
They're keeping tradition alive and continue to use cacao for its medicinal qualities, which are vast. The chocolate that the women in the tribe make is sold to buy necessary supplies and help keep the Briuri community thriving. To the Briuri people, the cacao fruit is sacred and contains the spirit of a human girl that had been turned into the fruit from the cacao by the god Sibu. Visit the Watsi Indigenous Reservation, a short 20-minute drive into the mountains from the party beach town Puerto Viejo. You'll discover the importance of cacao and other medicinal plants from the Briuri people and be immersed into the way of life of the original indigenous Costa Ricans. You'll meet the men, women, and children that make up the biggest of the seven or so indigenous tribes that live around Costa Rica. It's a unique and totally delicious experience. In fact, a whole new wave of spiritual tourism has blossomed here thanks to cacao, but it's so far maintaining its authentic roots and mainly benefiting the local communities that grow and harvest it. And of course, everyone who sits in a circle drinking it. Life, Culture and Travel is a tour agency run by Tirsa, a local indigenous woman. She offers cacao tours and many other experiences that give you an in-depth look at the indigenous culture and their connection with the land. For another amazing local experience, visit Donel Garsfinca in Puerto Viejo and learn about cacao and the history of this town from a direct descendant of one of the first Jamaican families to settle here. We've linked to you their details in the notes. Booking ahead is advised. While you're in this region, take advantage of the beautiful trails and cool off in the refreshing waterfalls around Briuri. You don't necessarily need a guide to see them, but ask the locals to point you in the right direction. And make sure to ask directions to the secret waterfall It's not really a secret. It's a little further after one of the waterfalls in the area. <laughs> People often miss it because they don't realize the path goes on after the first waterfall. And listen, you're heading into the waterfalls. Leave the passport and valuables at home or in the car. You won't need them. But more than maize and cacao, the first thing any tico will say when you ask them about the tico diet is truly beloved combination of rice and beans. Sounds simple? But as you'll discover, simplicity in Costa Rica is spectacular in its own right. The nation's favorite. Word up if you didn't figure it out yet, Ticos love rice and beans. We eat it with pretty much every meal. For breakfast, rice and beans. Red or black, whichever you prefer, are stir-fried together with onions, cilantro, and red peppers, and served as a main dish called gallo pinto. This is served with eggs, chorizo, and some fried turrialba cheese. It's a simple dish, but hearty, and gives you the energy needed to tackle a day of jungles, cloud forests, zip lines, and volcanoes. San Jose has thousands of solas, another name for no-frills family-run diners or restaurants serving up gallo pinto. 
Side note though, it is possible to get a bad pinto. Don't be shy to ask the recommendation of a local, someone like the receptionist at your hotel or hostel or from your Uber driver, maybe. Trust me, the locals know and everyone has a favorite gallo pinto venue. For what it's worth, here's a couple of contenders for me. Some might say conveniently located in Los Joses, in between party towns La California and San Pedro, is the 24-hour Sola Yogis. Walking into La Sola, you're reminded of an old-school American diner, but say what you like about the place. Their gallo pinto is a tried and tested cure for the worst of hangovers. Hip Café Restaurant Franco in Barrio Escalante is definitely one to check out for the experience. Their gallo pinto would give my mother's pinto a run for her money. Please don't tell her I said that. If you're in the mood for something besides pinto, their breakfast croissants and grilled cheese sandwiches are out of this world, and the place is filled with a delicious aroma of strong top quality coffee. If you're not big on coffee, try an horchata, a hot and creamy drink made with rice flour, cacao, peanuts, and spices. If you're a later riser or brunch is more your thing, you can't go wrong with their cheese plate that pays homage to local producers offering up cheeses from all around Costa Rica. Share that with a couple of mimosas and that's brunch sorted. Their in-house bakery serves up deliciously devilish pastries and they even have Pop-Tarts. Farm-to-table dining in the lush Central Valley. The demand for high-quality local and organic ingredients has seen a rise in sustainable restaurants creating heavenly farm-to-table meals. Come with me through the Central Valley of Costa Rica and get your teeth into food that's come straight out of the volcanic soils here. And believe me, you can taste it. Situated in the middle of the country, the Central Volcanic Range to the north and the Talamanca Mountains to the south lies the Central Valley. Home to a majority of Spanish colonists who originally called it Cartago, the capital. San Jose taking its place in 1823. The whole area is rich in nutritious volcanic soil from surrounding Poas and Dirasú, and the favorable climate conditions make for fertile soil and prime farming. The soil combined with higher altitudes and cooler climates provide the ideal environment for coffee plantations that produce some of the best coffee in the world to this day. During its rise to popularity in the 19th century, the government of Costa Rica offered free land for coffee production and it became one of our biggest agricultural exports. It remains a major commodity for Costa Rica to this day, helping to build the Atlantic Coast Railroad, used for coffee transportation, and fund our national theater. I'm guessing you've heard of Brit Coffee? Well, their plantation is in the City of Flowers, Erelia, a 25-minute drive east from the San Jose International Airport. The people at Brit don't only make amazing coffee, they run fascinating tours for caffeine aficionados too. 
Join one to wander through a kaleidoscopic butterfly garden, coffee nursery, and sustainable plantation as you learn about the history of coffee, the important role it plays in our culture, and the process of production from seed to cup. And all while sampling world famous coffee and chocolates. For the parents or non coffee drinkers among you, their tours go beyond the taste buds and also include zip lining through lush forests, trail hikes, visiting spectacular waterfalls, visiting a toucan rescue center, and so much more. We've linked you to their tours in the notes. There's even a mini petting zoo for the little ones. As the demand for fair trade and sustainable coffee grows, the amount of cooperatives grows as well. These cooperatives are complying with regulations to ensure that farmers are not being exploited and farms are using sustainable practices for growth and production of their crops. More and more farms and restaurants have been focusing on sustainability to bring exquisite farm to table dining experiences through the Central Valley and surrounding regions. If you feel like splurging, take a drive up the hills of Alajuela, 25 minutes north of San Jose Airport, and witness the Central Valley in all its emerald beauty at the award winning Sandari Resort and Spa. Located on a private reserve with waterfalls and rivers, coffee plantations, and a restaurant that serves vegetables, fruits, and spices all grown on the property to give you a farm to table dining with views of the Central Valley's forests and cities. Spend a day adventuring through their reserve or pampering yourself while surrounded by nature and the sounds of the chirping of the abundant species of birds that fill the area. Every plate is perfectly curated, and it's like you're eating the landscape and all its beauty in every bite. The freshness of food means the fish dishes are always a good choice. Be sure to book ahead. Hi, everyone. Circa is recruiting new concierges. A Circa concierge is a friend to ask anywhere in the world. Real people on the ground, never bots. If you want to be a concierge for your city, go to circatravel.com to sign up. Guanacaste, coastal towns. To the west of the country, all along the Pacific coastline and slightly bordering Nicaragua, is the province of Guanacaste. A region with oven like temperatures, small dusty towns, and tropical dry forests that meet with postcard perfect coastlines lined with palm trees and white sand that feels like flour between your toes. Inland, you'll find cattle ranches, cowboys, and farmers. By the coast, its fishermen and the town's tourists flock to for surfing. Relaxation and picturesque beaches. It also contains the Canton of Nicoya on the Nicoya Peninsula, which is recognized as a world blue zone. In 1824, the people of Nicoya voted to be a part of Costa Rica. Since then, Guanacastecos celebrate their annexation every July on the 25th. By holding big fiestas throughout the province with traditional dancing, music, horse parades, 
bull riding and a full-blown feast. The smell of hay and livestock is masked by the tantalizing aroma of barbecued meats and corn on the cob. And of course, there's a lot of beer. You can't deny it. There's nothing better after a long, hard 100-plus degree day on the ranch than an icy cold beer. Local beers, Pilsen and Imperial, still have the monopoly in land. But with the booming ecotourism and people flocking to the coastal towns, the drinking options are becoming more and more as business cater to demand. A word on the humble maize crop, which is as widely used in Guanacaste as it was by the indigenous Chorotega tribes that originally inhabited the area. More popular than in other parts of Costa Rica, it is used in tortillas, tamales, corn rice, and tamal asado, or cornbread. Days are full of adventure as you surf, quad, or zipline your way up and down the coast. Surf towns like Santa Teresa, Nosara, and Samara are becoming more and more popular with health-conscious tourists seeing a rise in restaurants focusing on vegan, plant-based, and organic foods. On the Nicoya Peninsula sits, in my opinion, the most wonderful town of Santa Teresa. Hard to get to on the kinds of roads that your shock absorbers hate. This world-class surf spot contains a few culinary gems serving up delicious seafood that also deserve a few gold stars for their innovative vegan food too. The fish and seafood here is incredibly fresh, and there is an abundance of restaurants where you can enjoy locally caught delights, but there are a couple places with food views that are worth going out of your way to find. The restaurant Sentido Norte is off the beaten path, but boy, is it worth tolerating the potholed path for the views alone. The food? Out of this world. It's located in Las Catalinas Casa Camaleon Hotel, in between the relatively unknown Sugar and Danta beaches, 20 minutes south of the more northern Playa Grande. By the way, there's two Playa Grandes about an hour away from each other, so make sure you locate the right one. With a view of the coast that is breathtaking and sea and farm-to-table meals that offer a unique taste in every bite, it's no wonder it holds the reputation for being one of the most romantic restaurants. It's not unusual to see people get down on one knee and pretty fancy for Costa Rican standards. There's also a dress code, so skip the flip-flops for a night. If you time it right, get ready to be blown away by the sunset. Travel further south down the coast and you'll find the tourist beach town of Tamarindo. The influx of North American expats and tourists has brought about a lot of sports bars and beachfront restaurants serving up international cuisine. The Roof in Tamarindo is another Pacific Coast restaurant that claims to have the best sunset view. A hip rooftop bar and lounge serving up pizzas, thin and crispy or Chicago style, and knockout cocktails. It makes a nice environment and a great spot to spend a lazy afternoon. I'll leave it to you to be the judge on the sunset.
Drive even further south of Tamarindo to Samara for more picturesque beaches, boho vibes, scorching heat, and yup, you guessed it, the best sunset views. Gusto Beach is beachfront Italian dining under the sky and stars. Eat delicious thin crust gourmet pizzas and drink pitchers of homemade sangria while local musicians play acoustic guitar, creating a chill, romantic atmosphere. The skies in Samara are incredible, and on a clear night, you can count the shooting stars going by while you eat. To get the flavors that differ from anywhere else in Costa Rica, let's head over to the Caribbean side on the East Coast. Welcome to the Caribbean. The province of Limón, Cahuita, Puerto Viejo, Manzanillo, tranquil mountains, pristine nationally protected parks, and idyllic beaches. A tropical paradise like a lot of Costa Rica, but with the flavors of the Caribbean. Coconut, seafood soup, and jerk chicken. Expect spice, expect heat. Expect a hit of flavor with a history. It was Afro-Caribbean fishermen in the 1850s, a few decades after slavery was abolished, that ventured to the coast of Limón for work eventually bringing their families and settling there. They planted and harvested the yams, cassava, and coconuts that are still eaten daily. In the latter part of the 1800s, coffee began to take off around the world. This brought about the construction on the port of Limón and a railroad. Many Jamaicans came to the country looking for work and ended up staying. It's a good thing that they did. Because now the region of Limón has some great Caribbean-infused dishes that add a tropical touch to our existing diet. A one-hour drive from Limón will put you in the party-filled town of Puerto Viejo, or just Puerto to the locals. A melting pot of locals, tourists, and expats makes a place to find some correspondingly flavorful foods with an epic beach backdrop to boot. Fish and seafood here is top of the menu. Naturally being in the Caribbean beach town, this is a prime opportunity to enjoy some truly fresh fish. Let's do as the locals do and head to Mopri. Crossing the one and only bridge to enter the town of Puerto, take a right and opposite the Banco Nacional on your left, you will find this local favorite. It doesn't look like much, but don't judge a book by its cover. Take a seat and remember, you're on a holiday, it's Puerto Viejo, Pura Vila. Wait until you try their seafood soup. Fresh mussels, octopus, and chunks of fish in a creamy broth that delivers a little spicy aftertaste. Each spoonful will leave you wanting more. Another unassuming restaurant off the main road and a favorite with the locals is Lidia's Place. Get a taste of some authentic homemade Caribbean food in this family-run restaurant that has stood the test of time. A lot of places around here have pollo caribeño, chicken in a Caribbean sauce, but not many can match Lidia's. Sweet, spicy, sticky goodness. 
It's not oceanfront dining, but what it lacks in views, it makes up for with its family feel in both the staff and the food. Head up the main road and keep an eye out when you reach Cocles Beach for the Rasta painted Papa barbecue food stand by the side of the road. On sunny days, normally opposite the Beach Break Hotel and Restaurant or thereabouts, is a mobile barbecue selling the most tantalizingly moist jerk chicken imaginable. Get messy gobbling down this authentic taste of Jamaica served with rice, beans, and salad. When you're done, just wash your hands off in the crystal blue ocean. Jerk chicken and rice and beans aren't the only thing you can get in Puerto Viejo and its surrounding neighborhoods. The influx of expats from countries in Europe and the Americas has seen a rise in French and Italian restaurants, Argentinian steakhouses and sushi bars, and ice cream stores with authentic Italian gelato, perfect on those balmy afternoons the Caribbean is so well known for. Off the main road in Cocles, La Pecoranera is Puerto Viejo fine dining at its freshest. The Italian chef owner, Hilario, has maintained this level of excellence for over 20 years, and just one bite of his homemade bread, pasta, preserves, or ice cream, and you will understand why. Imported wines and cheese from Italy are just another luxury that give this restaurant its reputation. Side note, you'll discover that there's a thriving Italian community in Puerto Viejo. In this part of the country, there's no shortage of gourmet pizzas and velvety bowls of handmade pasta. Another indication of a food scene that's been enriched by outside influence. If I had to pick one spot to enjoy some authentic Italian cooking, Café Viejo gets my vote. Sits on the corner of Main Street in the middle of the town, they're always busy, so make a reservation, and the earlier you go, the better. The chef can get a little crazy during peak serving time. Try their delicious cocktails and one of those melt-in-your-mouth steaks. When it's time for dessert, nothing beats Ochonani for their flavors and the view. Enjoy your cone, cup, or milkshake as you dip your toes in the warm, shallow waters. The flavors are rich and tasty and make the perfect treat to end a sweaty day. Heads up, ask for the vegan dark chocolate. It's their hidden flavor, not on the list of flavors in their main freezer. This backroom flavor is available only to those in the know. It is so delectably rich, each spoonful will have you in chocolatey bliss. The rise of microbrewing and craft beer. It used to be that we didn't really get a choice when it came to local beers. It was either Pilsen or Imperial. But over the last few years, the craft beer scene has exploded and a bunch of trendsetting ticos from all parts of the country have seized the opportunity to create a variety of locally brewed beers, experimenting with native ingredients like gas, pineapple, and divine cacao. San Jose has embraced the movement with microbreweries and brew pups opening all over the city. Walk into the dimly lit Casa House of Beers in La California 
and take a moment to admire their impressive selection of beers from all over Costa Rica. There are many great established microbreweries in Costa Rica. CRBF, Fabrica Cerveza Artesanal, 35, the list goes on. But there are a few with tours and brew pubs that make for a fun day out surrounded by the lush greenery. With over 10 years in the game, the Costa Rica Craft Brewing Company, or CRCBC, are pioneers of the ever-evolving craft beer scene that took Costa Rica by storm. A smooth 30-minute drive west out of San Jose will get you to their brewery and restaurant, where hops-to-table beer samplers and a contemporary menu provide an explosion of flavors that aren't so predictable in this part of the world. Head west to Hone Creek. A 10-minute drive before the town of Puerto Viejo is a small family-owned microbrewery, Tierra y Libertad. Known for its experimental flavors, Belgian-style beers, and wild ales. They're open on Saturdays for tours and tasting, but if you do plan to head there, book ahead of time. They're not super busy, so don't be surprised if you have the whole place to yourself. It's a great opportunity to relax on the park benches surrounded by giant trees and lush grass breathing in the clean, fresh air and strike up a conversation with the owners while sampling their interesting collection of beers. Husband and wife owners Jaime from Mexico and Nat Atica are some of the friendliest people you'll meet and are always happy to chat about their passion for brewing and new flavor ideas. Living in the U.S., they were so inspired by the craft beer movement happening that they decided to further their love for homebrewing by moving back to Nat's native Costa Rica and starting their own microbrewery in the Caribbean. Using the nutrient-rich water from Talamanca, European malts, and North American hops, they create beers with flavors inspired by the South Caribbean. Their concoctions have included a beer made with coconut water and ginger and goose sour beer with cas, otherwise known as guava, and Panamanian hot pepper. Jaime tells me his newest project is a milkshake with IPA, with pineapple and coconut. The perfect concoction to quench your thirst in the middle of the rainforest. The rise in artisanal beers and microbrewing is just a part of the new exciting culinary scene that is emerging in Costa Rica. In fact, this change, expansion, and experimentation is true across the board. In 2015, the National Plan for Sustainable and Healthy Costa Rican Gastronomy was implemented with the overall intention of putting Costa Rica on the map. And it's working! The initiative has brought about a new wave of Costa Ricans that are exploring and embracing the country's many influences to create a modern take on traditional dishes. And long may it continue. A focus on sustainable farming and locally grown produce has seen an improvement in the quality and flavors of typical dishes, as well as move towards a finer dining experience with trendy and upscale bars and restaurants popping up around the country. Centralizing the city of San Jose in neighborhoods like San Pedro and Barrio Escalante. Take an authentic and personalized culinary tour with Adriana throughout downtown's trendy neighborhoods and experience the fusion of traditional cuisine 
with contemporary food creations by some of Costa Rica's most talented chefs who are putting the country on the map with their original and innovative imaginings. Now that we've got your mouth watering, check out the other Costa Rica episodes in this guide to help you understand and fall in love with this country as much as I am. Stir your senses with all the accents of Costa Rica and fill up on as much as you can. You're going to need the energy. After all, Costa Rica is a jungled paradise where adventures for every kind of explorer await around every corner. If you haven't already, subscribe to Circa to get instant access to the full guide, plus new episodes on a regular basis. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or download the Circa app where you can also get pictures and maps and notes on all the wonderful things to eat and drink mentioned here, plus so much more. Maybe you'll want to sample our guides for Rome, LA, Barcelona, and many, many more. Circa. Love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it.